Live from the Hefner Eye Care Studio, it's your favorite podcast, Burgers and Brats. Got a lot to break down for you. The NBA Finals is finally here. we got the Golden State Warriors versus the Boston Celtics. Also, we're going to break down some NHL playoffs. The Eastern and Western Conferences are in full force just starting up this week and some other sports headlines from across the globe. But first, before we get started, make sure you follow on any podcast uh, streaming service at Burgers and Brats, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Pandora, YouTube at Burgers and Brats. We got guest Cole Harris joining today. Cole, thanks for coming on. What you mean, guest, bro? I'm, I did. I, I'm, I'm Burgers and Brats guest, now, mate. I run the sports betting. Come on now. My bro, I'm used to, I'm sorry. It just slipped <laughs> out. I'm used to saying guest. As soon as I said, I was like, that's not the guest. That's, that's, that's the dude. That's my, that's. That's the other counterpart to burgers and bras right there, especially with yes, the burgers sir. and bras betting. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, good to be back. Good to be back again. Yeah, it's been a minute. Uh, before we get started, make sure to check out our sponsor, Hefner Eye Care, loaded on located on Northwest 132nd Street off MacArthur Boulevard in Oklahoma City. And you can reach them at hefnereyecare.com. Great sunglasses, great glasses, contact lenses. Go get that eye exam. Uh, Complimentary of burgers and brats. Go get it. Uh, Hefner Eye Care, located off MacArthur Boulevard in Oklahoma City. Uh, let's get started. NBA playoffs. The Sadly, we are saying the Warriors are playing in the NBA Finals uh, for the sixth time in eight years, but they're going to a young, fun team in the Boston Celtics. How they got here, Golden State Warriors defeated the Dallas Mavericks in five games, and the Boston Celtics defeated the Miami Heat in seven. Are we surprised by these two teams meeting up in the Finals, Cole? I think Warriors, it was always Warriors or Suns all along. Um, as a Mavs fan, I would, yeah, I would love to see it go six, seven, and possibly put a couple more wins. Uh, game three was weird. Game three was weird in that series. Uh, down 2-0, I expected Luka to just come out in the first half in game three and just take over, um, and he he didn't. He was trying. He was passing. Team wasn't hidden, and you went down 3-0, and, and there's no coming back from that. Um it was good to get, you know, that get that far, though, uh, get some get two playoff series wins. Uh, not surprised with the Warriors there with Boston. That was it's really not surprising just knowing how they did coming from January. I mean, they flipped it that New Year switch and they they went crazy. Um, I'm a little surprised to see. I honestly I, I would say Al Horford's the anchor of this team. As much as Jay, uh, Jason Tatum score, Jalen Brown scores, everything relies on Al Horford. He, he does so much for that team that not many viewers will are, are understanding. Every single play goes through him, whether yeah. it's him dishing it off up on the post. Um, he's literally averaging probably like two and a half blocks plus steals per game. So he's doing it on the defensive end. And – um, I know in Boston, I think it was game – was it game six? I think it was game six or I don't know, but they were down a lot. And – Yeah, they lost game six, I believe. Uh, they're down by 20 points in the second quarter, and he goes for like a layup or something. I Maybe mean, it was earlier in the series. Oh, but, against Giannis? Are we talking the Milwaukee? No, this is uh, – this, this is against Miami. Um, 
down 20 so early in the game, he immediately just got the fans to get them back into it. I don't know. I just think Al Horford's anchored that team. I I would choose Warriors to win the series. Um, I going for Boston, obviously. Um, everyone should be going as, for it, as is America. If you're outside of if you're outside of Oakland, you're going for uh, Boston. Unless yeah. you're in New York. Unless you're in New York. But yeah, I, I I want I I think Jason Tan would have to be a lot more consistent. Yeah, we just saw how up and down that's that, like this Boston team has been. Like we expect greatness from from them. They can go up twenty. They can lose uh lose their lead by twenty. Uh, just every game is just you don't know what you're actually gonna get from them. Like you're like they come out uh coming. They came out in game seven or like game five or six, like you said, and they're up by like twenty. They blow the lead. Um, then they pull back out, go up by twenty again. It's just so up and down from Boston. Need Jason Tatum needs to step up every game. I uh, expect Marcus Smart to uh, lock down defensively. And Jalen Brown, if he's dropping what even fifteen points a game, I mean they're in good they're in good hands right there. Um, to game one starts tomorrow night. Uh, Golden State opens up as a three and a half point favorite. Uh, the Warriors are favored to win via sports booking, but according to ESPN's uh, FPI uh, power index. The Boston Celtics are 83% chance favorites to win this series. Yeah. 83% chance. So I did not expect that um, out of 538 and the FPI uh, projections. But Boston is favorite to win. So uh, let's look at some of these uh, matchups coming into this series, what we expect to happen. Uh, so like I just said, Marcus Smart, lockdown defensively. The Warriors um, had their second worst offensive efficiency when Marcus Smart is guarding Steph Curry. So that's a big matchup there. And then these two teams are literally the top two teams in defensive defensive efficiency. So uh, it's, it's going to be maybe a low scoring, maybe some low scoring games with uh, all these sharpshooters they got out there. Uh, what are you looking forward to from the headlines for this game? Um, I'm also expecting kind of low, lower scoring games, uh, especially in Boston. Um, I think games in Boston, you can say, you can honestly see both teams score under 100. Um, so that's another thing is, too, is like some of these teams that when they play at home, the over-unders have been kind of good to us. Um, we've been taking the unders on a lot of the, you know, Boston and Heat, Boston and Heat games. And uh, back when Milwaukee was uh, playing at home, uh, there was just – that was a good stretch. I think you're going to see that in this series too. Boston playing at home in the finals. They're going to be low scoring games. Uh, they want to slow the pace down, um, go ISO with Tatum as much as they can. And I think Boston, I mean, I think on the flip side, Warriors are going to have to go through their offense. They're going to have to go through Draymond. You're going to probably see uh, Draymond in the high pick and low. Um but yeah, I I think they're gonna be slower paced games. Although there's sharp shooters out there, uh, they're gonna be running through the offense to get the best shot. Um, I won't I won't see much up and down fast break points in the series. All right, let's go through each team. What we expect uh, for who needs to step up, what we think is gonna happen for each team, what uh, they need to fix. So some of the X factors, obviously, what we've seen these players step up for Golden State with Poole, Wiggins finally playing like that, whatever number one pick he was, number two pick. Um, then you got Gary Payton, who should be coming back for the – I think he should be ready for game one. 
for the finals. They're stepping up. Peyton, I mean, he was averaging six points on, uh, I believe, 76%, 72, 76% shooting. So, I mean, not many shots, but uh, you're hitting them uh, when you take them, which is big. And then three rebounds per playoff. So, here in that starting spot, see if he can continue to step up, see how that injury bothers him. And then limit the turnovers. Uh, Golden State is giving up 14.8 uh, uh, times per uh, game. So, giving up 14.8 turnovers, uh, really only giving up 16 points per uh, total of those turnovers. So, that's not bad, but all these games have been close. And then only 75% free throw shooting team, and they're 50% from the field. So got to work on – got to hit your stripe shots. Got to hit these stripe shots because I think these games are going to come down to the final few minutes, your final few shots. If you're only 75% shooting from the free throw line, but you got ballers, uh, you got sharpshooters, you got to set that up. So that's why – those are some things from Golden State uh, that we can look out for. Uh, anything else to add on Golden State? No, I think um... – Golden State can now not have to worry about getting in foul trouble like they did against the Dallas. So I think I, I think they can kind of be a little bit more physical this series. Um, but I, no, I think you hit it right on. I think they're going to have to just go through their offense, kind of, again, play slower pace. I wouldn't touch anything. I mean, I, I, know, I know I'm a sports betting guy, so anyone out there trying to listen to my advice on game one, um, I don't have any plays on it. The over-under at two, 212 and a half. I'm leaning under on it. Um, but yeah, again, game one, I just want to see how these two teams played out. We'll have a play on game two. I mean, these two teams are second, one and two in defense, defensive efficiency, trying to say that t- five times fast. Uh, but can can this Boston Celtics team just continue to stop? And they've they've had a they've got a gauntlet of a schedule to go through. You got through the Nets, they sweep them, you go through the defending champs in the Bucks. And then you go through the number one seed, Miami Heat. So do they have anything left in the tank? Because uh, these these Boston Celtics team, they've had like one day of rest in between each series. Literally one day. They're getting three days before the NBA Finals. That's the most rest they've had all playoffs before a series starts. Uh, Tatum has been averaging 41 minutes a game. Horford and uh uh, Jalen Brown have been averaging 38 minutes a game. So can these dudes – keep in the tank of do they need can they maybe have some time where they don't play as much uh can their uh bench and their other role players help it where uh, they don't have to be in as many minutes per game because they've had a lot of game time and not as much uh break for uh, the nba final so we'll see how that plays into it for the boston celtics and also uh, Celtics don't have the home field advantage, but it doesn't really matter uh, because they've won all their biggest games on the road, really. They're down 3-2 in Milwaukee. They get that big uh, game six win. Milwaukee, they win game five and game seven on the road in Miami. Uh, they won both games at Brooklyn. So uh, this Boston Celtics team can win on the road in their eight and one against the spread in their last nine road games in the playoffs. Eight and one against the spread in the last nine road games. They're fa- they're uh, Golden State is favored by three and a half. So I expect Celtics to either cover or possibly win this game because they are very good on the road, not very good at home. I like it. I like it. Um, yeah, I think when talking about Boston's bench, uh, Tatum and Brown 
are still so young. Uh, you can throw Smart in there too. Smart, I think Smart's thirty. Uh, he's those guys are going to have to play thirty-eight plus minutes. Um, Peyton Pritchard has been good off the bench, but they don't have the depth like Golden State. Um, I think if you fast forward Golden State three or four years from now, I think Jordan Poole, if this team sticks together, Jordan Poole is their primary ball handler and maybe scorer. And Steph Curry getting up in age will end up being like a spot-up shooter and maybe the second guy, which will kind of be – it's diff, It's kind of weird to say that now, but – yeah. Um, they're they're older man. Clay Thompson, Draymond, and Steph. They've they have a lot. How deep they've been in the playoffs? How many finals they've been in? They got a lot of miles on those legs. Um, so yeah, I think they don't play nearly as many minutes, and they use their death more. But I think you're going to see the young bucks, young guns for uh, Boston playing pretty much 38, 40 minutes. Uh, expect Al Horford, Robert Williams to get that switch, but don't expect yeah, right. Brown to sit out long. Need Robert Williams to hit his big shots because that dude can ball. He's he's a sharpshooter, but he's got to step up to be like uh, he's got to be as good as those uh, Golden State Warriors. Um, game picks. Who you got in this series? Series. I'm gonna take the Warriors. I'll say Warriors in seven. Um. Yeah. I hey man, I was picking the Warriors, but then I saw the I saw the indexes. I saw the projections they got boston uh i'm gonna go boston and seven why not i i'm gonna root for boston i, I think hope you're right i hope you're right but hey boston can win on the road that's why i'm picking them a hey, two game seven finals losses for the golden state warriors one against lebron now they're gonna have one against jason tatum i i, I think boston can win i, I Boston has done really great in the East. I think this is where, you know, I think this is where you're going to see the tier list, you know, always comparing the West to the East and how the West is stronger. I do think you're going to see, you know, Suns, Warriors up here. And then you got a little, you got, you got a gap. I think, I think you got a gap before you get to, you know, the top three seeds in the East. Um, So that's just how I feel about the Warriors in the West. Yeah, I mean, I just feel the Boston had a great, great run with beating the Nets, beating the Bucks, beating the Heat. Those were those are top teams. I'm so why can't yeah. they beat the Warriors? I mean, I'll go Celtics, rooting interest, and uh, who I'm picking. So, anything else uh, before the NBA final start tomorrow? Nope. All right, let's move on to some NHL playoffs. The conference finals are getting underway. We had a great game last night. Uh, with the Avalanche and the Oilers. Avalanche won 8-6 to six in a high-scoring affair to take a 1-0 lead. 14 goals, that's, that's got to be a record, right? I'm not a huge hockey person, but 14 goals, please tell me that's a record or something. That sounds like a lot. Um, uh, it's insane. It's, it's double what the over-under was. Um, I was looking at it last night, and I was just like, and this series features two of the arguably top three I mean, players in hockey. Um, and uh, I was hoping it would be a six and a half, knowing that it would probably be a four, three game, five, three, whatever the case is. It was seven on the dot. And I was like, eh, I ain't going to touch it because it could, it's a, it could be a push. Yeah. Um, 14, man. It was insane. These, uh, Seven's a lot still, though, for a hockey. Seven is, seven is a lot, too. Uh, with these two offenses, 
I, I would say 4-3 is, is going to be usual. Um, next game, over-under might be two like – These two teams are fun. Nathan McKinnon with Colorado. Uh, I remember – yeah, he's just – he's insane. He's a one-man show. Um, and, uh, Ed, you know, Edmonton with – they got Kane over there now. Um, McDavid. McDavid just – the what how he skates just he threw defenders can slow it down speed it up uh how quick he is to go from one side of the net to wrap around get to the other um that dude's a magician on ice um he's gonna do it passing scoring he's gonna he's just gonna do it all he's fun to watch 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 that series um in the east um i'll say my projection for the east. i'll say my projection for that series i'll i'll Game one went to Colorado last night, eight to six. Um, I'll say it's going to go seven, and I'll take Colorado at home in game seven. And the East, uh, I, I think this one's just going to be not as great of a series. Uh, I mean, Tampa Bay is back to back Stanley Cup champions. They're going for a third three peat. They're going for a three peat. Um, they they it was it was between. Them in Toronto, Maple Leafs in the first series, which went seven. It went back and forth all series long. And I thought whoever would win that series would get to the Stanley Cup. Um, and right after that series, Tampa Bay comes out and freaking sweeps. Yeah, I saw that. They swept the Panthers. They just got through that team really easy. Uh, I think with the Rangers – I mean, they're just better all around. Got a better front line, better goalie situation. Uh, they're going to get more hits on you. Know, they're more physical. Yeah, the um, Rangers have been the comeback kids, right? They come back from some, like, down in some of these games, and they just come back and won. Pretty gritty. Uh, yeah, it would have to take Tampa Bay, you know, throwing throw the series. Uh, I think they <laughs> would have to come back again because I don't think they take an early lead against Tampa Bay. Um, I'm also going to take Tampa Bay in five. I'll give New York one. Um, I don't think it goes. I don't go. I don't think it goes farther than that. Yeah, um, but before we pick the Stanley Cup, um, what are some of your biggest surprises or just what shocked you the most uh, in these playoffs, or something you expected that happened, something that you're like, what did not see that upset coming? Um. Okay, so I'm going to go to. Playoffs in general, not these four teams. That Dallas Calgary series was one to watch. I mean, those goaltenders um, were in, were insane. That was fun hockey. Two one 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 nothing. Couple shutouts in the series. That was a fun one. Um, couple, I think a week ago, uh, I forget which game it was. Edmonton um, hat trick for Kane. In oh. two periods, uh, was insane. All you know, Connor, Connor McDavid had two assists, and uh, they scored three goals in the second period. Um, Kane had all three, and he had a freaking it was insane because Kane is mostly used to he's on score. He's freaking he scores a lot in the postseason. He's known to score a lot too, but he gets he's known for mostly hits. In my opinion, he he'll throw you up against that wall. He he gets he gets a lot of hits for four or five a game usually. Um, but he did it scoring that series, and it was – that was kind of a shocking to see him get a triple crown so late in his career. 
Yeah, these these playoffs have been fun to watch, and I mean, not triple crown hat trick. Hat trick, yeah, hat trick. Um, what just is it? Is it been one of the better NHL playoffs? I mean, I've I've not been paying attention. I've been uh watching some basketball, and then I I probably plan on watching uh, some of these uh semifinals and definitely the Stanley Cup. Stanley Cup's pretty fun to watch. Uh, ESPN, all the crowds are crowds are fun to watch. Yeah, the the Stanley the the playoff series for hockey are so much fun. I mean, you just got uh, and you know they uh, New York's been in two game seven series already before they jump into the series with Tampa Bay. Or not not not, not my bad. Edmonton uh, has been in two game seven series. Um, Dallas had that game seven series. There's just been uh, obviously Tampa Bay and Toronto Maple Leafs had a game seven. Um, yeah, this is playoff hockey is one of the best playoffs. Um, again, I don't pay attention at all during the regular season, but when the playoffs come around, I watch every every Dallas Star game. I request off for work for them, uh, and then I'll still pay attention to the playoffs even when they're out. It's so much fun to watch. Um, I'll, I'll flip on a hockey playoff game before NBA playoff game. Who's been the most fun player and uh, or team to watch? Uh, these Stanley Cups. McDavid. McDavid's, you know, Mc, what he does is just different. I mean, it first round pick not not long ago and already has his team this far. Um yeah. just the way he skates, man. That that dude is there's <laughs> something about that man, how he skates. Yeah. It's it's different. I mean, just watching I you watch him for when I was I was on vacation last week and we we're watching him at the hotel and he just had a 10 minute stretch going through four, three or four defenders. And I was like, this this kid is legit. And I don't know how long he's been in the league, but I know he was first round pick within the last five years. So he's good. He's fun to watch. Yeah. All right. Well, playoffs are wrapping up. Uh for my takes on the Saw the Avalanche outshot the Oilers 47 to 37. Uh, and also, but the Oilers had 46 hits compared to 34. So, um, how big is it? How big of a differential is that, uh, for your hits and your shots? Uh, those two are just those two are two different. So, hits you're gonna see, I think, I hits come depending on how late you are in the series. I mean, if you're down you know, two, one, three, one, you're going to be a little bit more physical. I look at shots and block shots, right? So how many times is a team getting a shot on you? And then how many times are you blocking their shots? So if you're giving up 37 shots and you got 11 block shots, that means they put 48, 48 times. They put that puck on the net. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that's a lot, you know, you know, so, um, Block shots are a good stat to look at compared to shots. Um, as for hits, you want to you're comparing hits to penalty time. How many times are your hits too aggressive, or uh, misconduct, or you know above the, you know what what gets you a penalty? Um, that's looking at that. You don't want to have penalty minutes for misconduct. Sometimes that's gonna be five minute penalties. So. That's those are kind of stats to look at on the offensive defensive end on each. Yeah, this Avalanche series, Avalanche were 32 and 5 at home uh this year. 
only 20 and the Oilers are 21 and 15 on the road. So I think we can expect the avalanche uh, to win every single game at home, uh, especially if this goes to a game seven, take the avalanche uh, in it. I think Colorado though, too much firepower, 119 points on the season. That's, that's a lot. Um, looking at the stats uh, comparatively, Edmonton only 109. So I'm, I'm with you. I'll take the avalanche in that. Uh, they're the number one overall seed, I believe. Yes. Yeah, Colorado's number one overall seed. Then the Lightning versus the Rangers. Rangers are a pretty young team, uh, right? They they just started building up through the draft or adding some other players. Rangers, yeah, Rangers and Carolina are both young teams. Carolina's a bit younger, I believe. Um, I was kind of going for Carolina in that series. Um, but, yeah, yeah, New York is a younger team. All right. Well, I think I'm, I'm going to go Lightning as well in this one. I mean, how do you go to game seven in the first rounds and then you go sweep in the second? And now um, I think uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, will win this one. I mean, you've been there. Uh, I, I think it was the same as the Warriors, six out of the last eight years, maybe something like that. Uh, to just the conference finals, but just to the conference finals or something like that. Yes, I, um, yeah, I believe that is correct. Yeah. Yeah. So going there that many times, you won back to back Stanley Cup finals. This team knows how to win. We're on Tampa Bay Lightning as well. So we're not differing in either of our picks uh, for the NHL or NBA. Anything else to add for the NHL? No. I mean, that's what well, once the Stanley Cup is, you know. Yeah. Who, who you got in the Stanley Cup? I, I, it's going to be Tampa Bay and Colorado, in my opinion. I, I mean, I, I would take, I'll take uh, Tampa Bay and six. All right. Well, I am going Colorado Avalanche, and uh, I'll go seven. Colorado seven. Yep. Give me some Colorado. Love me some Colorado. I'm not a Tampa Bay fan. Don't like Tampa Bay. Not after <laughs> they got Brady. <laughs> All right, uh, let's go into some sports headlines on this. Uh, some MLB. Haven't really talked much MLB this season, but it's still uh, pretty early. The AL, the teams leading that division or that uh, conference, you got the Yankees at 34 and 15. The Astros are quietly 31 and 18, and the Twins 30 and 21. In the NL, of course, you got the Dodgers at 33 and 15, the Mets at 34 and 17, and the Brewers. Who no one, I'm, I haven't heard anyone talk about the Brewers are 32 and 18. So, what are some of your surprises on this one? Um, honestly, man, I, I'm I'm gonna pull up these standings again. I know you just read them out. Uh, we I've been doing prize picks, prize picks has been the thing we've been doing the past month and a half. We haven't necessarily done any really any of. Uh, yeah, get set up for that, guys. Burgers and brats betting, get it set up, DM, yeah, get it started. Five inning bets, over-unders in baseballs. I mean, I, I last time we got on the podcast, I kind of told you the first two or three weeks were kind of kind of rough to us. Uh, so that's, you know, we kind of moved over to price picks and did player betting and player props, and those have been working amazing. Um, looking back at standings, though, Yankees 34 and 15. Uh, I expect them to keep that up. They're gonna, World Series? No, I, I don't want to see them in the World Series. They are the Warriors, dude. You know what? No, we're not, bro. We haven't been there in a decade. Come on. Let us have it. Um, unless you have it over Houston. So, yeah, if you take over. Right. Yeah. I don't want to see Houston win it. <laughs> I'm a National League guy. I'm a National League guy. Uh, going for the Mets this year. The Mets are my team. Um, I hate to see Max Scherzer go down. 
hopefully get Jacob DeGrom back, kind of some injuries there. Um, but, yeah, they're they're first in the NL East right now um, comfortably. I think double digits, so nine, ten games probably. That's the one team I know. Um, you said Milwaukee? Milwaukee's third in the NL right now at 32 and 15. Or 32 and 18. 18. 18. So they're quiet. Yeah. They're quiet. They're, they're they've they're been up there the last few years. But... I did not. Yeah, I haven't been keeping up the standings as, as much. That kind of surprises they just can't me. Capitalize. They once they get to the playoffs, it's sinking ship. Can't they don't know how to capitalize on it. Well, they need to get they don't, I don't even, they don't even have Colton Wong right now, and uh who's very who's a really good second baseman. Um I'm missing him, I know that. Uh Corbin Burns is probably going to win an NL Cy Young again. I know he's having an amazing season so far. Um, but yeah, kind of surprising. Uh, Cincinnati's in that division. They're very bad. They are all. What's their record right now? They're on track for the worst Seven, uh, ever. 31. Uh, Cubs also in there at 20 and 29. The Pirates are no longer the worst in the league. Or worse than the division, they are third, sitting at 21 and 27. Wow, that's pretty good for them. And Cardinals 20 and 21. I, it's going to be Milwaukee or the Cardinals. I'll, I'll probably take the Cardinals to win that series, win that division. Um, and in the West, uh, surprisingly, the Dodgers have played very well this year. Surprisingly. Uh, the Padres, my bad. The Padres have uh, – they – Turn their pitching around. Um, they struggled with the pitching last year. The bullpen was kind of tough at times. And um, you Darvish has kind of settled in and started playing really, you know, pitching really good these past couple starts. Um, but I just don't know if they keep up. They won't, they definitely won't keep up with the Dodgers. Dodgers are. Yeah. A whole nother animal. Fair. It is unfair how good the Dodgers are. I'm looking at their run differential. Uh, what do you think it is? Um, per game or total? No, for the year. I'll give you. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you a couple. One uh, it's in the one hundreds. Oh, oh, wow. Okay, the Padres are thirty and nineteen in the division. They have a plus twenty three. The Milwaukee Brewers have a plus thirty nine. I'll go sixty three. Mets have a plus seventy two. Oh, I'll go. All right, I'm going. Yankees in the 34-15 best team in the AL, plus 79. Give me the Dodgers. 120. 116, dude. It is insane. Jeez. They are uh, winning games wow. by two or more every time. Uh, 120. Dodgers, do- run lines. Dodgers minus one and a half. If it's ever plus money, freaking take it. They've been the underdog in, like, Two or three games this year. If they're ever the underdog, money line it. Um, that's just kind of a couple Dodger rules. So that's insane. Yeah, I mean, I think they're the clear favorite to win. Uh, at least get there. At least the clear favorite yeah, to get there. They're gonna have a first round. You know, they're gonna have the bye. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, heading to the NFL, uh, Aaron Donald is quote at peace with his career if there's no deal reached with the Rams uh, for his new contract. So, I mean, this dude, this dude's ready to retire, but he said uh, if he's, he's still going to keep playing if 
there is a chance for a Super Bowl or if he's still feeling good. But, I mean, he's putting it out there that, hey, I mean, football's not everything. It's just a business. So uh, what are your comments on that? Is he done? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, you got so many people retiring at younger ages. Um, he's got a Super Bowl. He's got he's uh, simple. He's he's implemented his great career. He's he's in the books. I mean, yeah, he's got a Super Bowl. He's got defense player of the year awards. Uh, I mean, I'm kind of shocked to hear Sean McVay wants to give up coaching to be broadcasting. I thought so he said no on that because I feel like that would have happened uh, as soon as he won the Super. I feel like that came up again within the past two days. So I don't know how serious that is, but, man, you're not going to have – it's respect Brady, respect Belichick, respect the people who play for so long because you're not going to be able to you know, see those ever again. Records will probably not be broken since people retired so early. Yeah. Um, it's it's, it's going to be a new generation, man. People are going to have their rookie contracts, have one more contract after that, and then be done. They're set. Yeah. So. They're going to make money doing anything else, too. Like, as you saw, Brady can go be a broadcaster. You can be set on that for your life. And that's um, going to be the broadcasting world. You know, Romo is about to go get – Romo is about to redo his contract after that. And he's about to get a, li- a little bit more money, just a little bit more. <laughs> Gonna be like 20 Brinks trucks pulling up, maybe more than that, up to this place. Um, saying the NFL, David Najoku signed a four-year, 56 million dollar contract, 28 million guaranteed for the tight end in Cleveland. Uh, he's 25, 148 receptions in the last five years. Uh, he is first in yards after catch with uh seven yards. Uh thoughts on that contract. With the money that the Browns are somehow pulling out of thin air for their players. Oh, yeah. Well, this money saved up for all their losing seasons, man. <laughs> like, when you have a cap room that you're not necessarily going to be reaching for five losing seasons, you got a couple left over for the falling seasons. They're just giving money away, man. They're about, they just gave money to Deshaun Watson, who's about to be out for a year. He's about to be out. He's just got another accuser on him, so he's done. You just gave money to Njoko, who is is he, he possibly the tight end three there? Yeah. Tight end two? I know he's not tight end one. I mean, you got Hooper still, I believe. Yeah, they got Hooper still, and then um, I yeah, just like, you like added Amari Cooper. I mean, so I don't know. I I thought it was a rough, a, a bad contract. As a Steeler fan, uh, we rejoice, we clap, and we, <laughs> we go parade. Uh, please lose all the your Browns money. are going to be the Browns, bro. Yeah, bet on it always. Uh, yeah, it was a pretty bad contract, if you ask me. Twenty-eight million for, I mean, average tight end. I mean, he shows signs of being really good, but otherwise, he's mid mid tier on that. Still, so you're money going to play this year. Yeah, I don't know who's going to be throwing in the ball once the Sean's out and then Baker doesn't want to play. So I don't know who's throwing the ball to him. Uh, he's going to be throwing Baker it to himself. Play? Huh? Baker's going to have to play, dude. Dang, he's not going to play. Sure. He's not going to play. There's no way he's playing. No way. I wouldn't play. Some team will get him. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go play for them. I'm done with the Browns. All right, we got to wrap it up. Cole, thanks for coming back on. Talk some NHL, NBA finals everyone go 
Uh, we got the NBA Finals starting tomorrow night at eight, believe, or eight p.m. Central Time, I believe. Um, everyone, make sure you listen on any streaming platform at Burgers and Broads, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Pandora, Amazon Music. Uh, watch on YouTube at Burgers and Brats. Thank you all for listening. Take care. Enjoy. Stay safe.